Good morning and welcome back to the NYC Digital Media Center podcast. I'm Lorena Hernandez and I'm here with the amazing Miss Stacy Caldras. How are you today? I'm doing well, Lorena. How are you? <laughs> That's good to hear. I'm doing good as well. So I hear you recently celebrated your birthday. First off, happy belated birthday. And secondly, what did you do to celebrate? This week uh, we went out a few times to dinner with some family and friends and we had some cake and we had some drinks and it was very nice. That sounds great. So, Ms. Stacy Cotras is the owner of Elon Hair and Nails for 17 years now. But before that, she worked at Wall Street for 20 years. So, Ms. Cotras, I wanted to ask, what inspired you to stop working at Wall Street and open up this beautiful salon? Actually, I worked at both for the first five years that the salon was open. Both Penny and I, who is my business partner, we opened the salon, but I also had my full-time job. So, I literally worked seven days a week. Oh, wow. Uh, at, yeah, at both places. Mm-hmm. And um, in 2008, I was uh, let go of my job on Wall Street. Oh, really? So, we decided to go full force into the salon, and I stayed there full-time. Basically, it was the best thing for us because we were able to build that. We moved from one space to the next. We built a bigger salon across the street, so it actually was a blessing in disguise. Did you face any challenges working for Wall Street because it's a male-dominated business? So I started as a secretary mm-hmm. on um, on the trading floor, and what I did is I want—I didn't have a traditional background that Wall Street bankers have, and so I decided that I was going to do everything that no one else wanted to do, mm-hmm. all the grunt work kind of. Oh, okay. And but it taught me how to do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm in my sales and trading job. So I was able to build up, you know, my knowledge and Mm -hmm. people saw that I was a hard worker and they trusted that I was doing the right job and I owned any mistake that I made. Mm -hmm. So by the end of my career, I left as a vice president. I just kept getting promoted and promoted and promoted. Um, Probably a few years before I ended, I moved from sales and trading into compliance. Mm -hmm. It was like a cyber surveillance, so Mm -hmm. looking to see if any trades were bad. So I kind of morphed into different careers there. By the end, I didn't feel like I was competing with any men because I was just as as good, or if not better than you know what they were, what we all did. We were doing it on a level playing field. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. What challenges did you face when opening Elon Hair Just getting a space and mm-hmm. getting right people to do what we needed them to do. So mm-hmm. we're not construction workers. And so we built the salon, we, we drew a picture of it, and mm-hmm. we told them this is what we want. And we had to stay on top of them to make sure that it was done and it was mm-hmm. done to our liking. And you really have to not so much micromanage, but be mm-hmm. present mm-hmm. and make sure that you communicate the right way so that um, that everything is, is functional because, mm-hmm. you know, with the salon, everything needs to make sense and it needs to go in, go in a, a certain way. So it was just trying to communicate your vision to the, the people that we're building it for. Why is it called Elon Hair and Nails? That's interesting. So when I used to travel back and forth on the ferry, I used to be a crossword puzzle junkie. Oh, really? So, yeah, so every morning I'd get my mm-hmm. coffee, I would get my, my crossword puzzle, and I would do it, you know, across a half hour. <laughs> and always the answer for the four-letter word for chic, panache, style, elegance is Elon. Really? So it means distinctive style and elegance. Mm-hmm. So when we were thinking of a name, we wanted something a little creative. Mm-hmm. And I always went back to that, yeah. Yeah, that crossword <laughs> puzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's such a good memory. 
What is your happiest moment in your career? My happiest moment in my career is I think that we, we went from a smaller salon mm -hmm. and we were able as two women who kind of didn't have you know a background of putting stuff together we ended up building up a much more beautiful space mm -hmm. and opening that and having our welcome party having our staff celebrate with us celebrating 15 years 16 years 17 years and just being able to celebrate our successes with our team is probably always a happy moment for me. So I also hear you're a part of the Kiwanis Club. I myself and a few other members from the NYC Digital Media Center were members of K-Kids fourth and fifth grade so what do you do there? With Kiwanis it's their goal is to help and raise funds for little children, for veterans, mm -hmm. um, to provide the money for services for these kids. Mm -hmm. So like K-Club or a Key Club in high school, mm -hmm. what Kiwanis does is, well, we actually just did it with one of the kids in your group, mm -hmm. is that we raise funds because there's a camp Kiwanis. So mm -hmm. uh, we send kids to camp that maybe couldn't afford a sleepaway camp mm -hmm. on their own. So we try to empower young children, empower um, mm -hmm. them to to, you know, kind of make great decisions to keep them on the right path to mentor and to foster them. I remember back in fifth grade, we had this huge fundraising event at mm -hmm. Commons Cafe. Okay. And it was amazing. Like, mm -hmm. we had, like, there was so much like, activities for you to do there, and everyone just had a great time. It's fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're a good group of people. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to a young woman trying to accomplish the same things you have in terms of working in a male-dominated profession or opening and owning a successful business? There's something that I think is very important and you should learn this from a young age and that's always push past something that you're afraid of. So when you think you can't do it, you can do it. You just have to empower yourself with either knowledge or a background or whatever it is that you need to just go for it and to, and to not be afraid because anything that you do the first time is scary. Like a podcast, mm -hmm. but once you do it a few times, you're gonna, it's gonna be it. at the bank. Mm -hmm. You'll have the hang of it. It'll be like the back of your hand. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to train others, and that's what I found. That anytime I was afraid of something, I always did it anyway. Mm -hmm. And if I made a mistake, it was a lesson. So if I would make a mistake, I would learn a lesson, mm -hmm. and I would then move on. Right? Mm -hmm. You find out another solution for that mm -hmm. mistake. You figure it out and move on. You shake it off. You don't. You don't live in that. You don't mm -hmm. live in that, like the the guilt or the frustration of the mistake, because you can't. You have to figure it out, and mm -hmm. you have to be a problem solver. So, I would say to um, anybody who wants to, to kind of do that is to just go for it, try it. You, know, you never want to go look back in a few years mm -hmm. and go, I should have, I could have. I would have, yeah. Yeah, because you want to. You want mm -hmm. to say, like, at least I tried. Mm -hmm. and, and just go for it. Yeah, each thing is a learning experience. So. Yeah, every mistake's a lesson. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and that's what I did when I was on Wall Street. Mm -hmm. I used to freak out because at the end of the day, I always thought I was getting fired for like the first six really? months. Yeah, because I didn't know, mm -hmm. you know, if I was doing the right thing, if mm -hmm. I wasn't doing the right thing. But I had a boss who always helped me own a mistake. Mm -hmm and didn't reprimand me, but just taught me how to fix it, and we moved on. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. having mentors like that as well, mm -hmm. and finding that right person to help and to guide you is also something that, you know, it's, it's really helpful. Mm -hmm. If I made a mistake, I, I told him, and he said, all right, let's, you know, let's work on it this way. We did, and then we just, all right, next, keep it moving. What if someone doesn't have a mentor like that? What should they do? I think you should find one. Find one? So if something doesn't work or you're not getting what you need from somebody, you know, in terms of like a mentorship, 
then there's always somebody else who can. Mm -hmm. And you can and, and always communicate, like talk to people. Because you never know that one conversation you have might lead to something and it might not be with that person, but it might be with somebody else. Mm -hmm. So, you know, always talk, always communicate. Um, express what you need and you'll always find it. You'll always find help that you need. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much, Miss Stacy Cotras, for joining me today here at Jays on the Bay. It was really great to hear what you have to say. I'm Lorena Hernandez and this has been an interview for the NYC Digital Media Center podcast. Have a great day.